So ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Welcome to the Wellness Cast. I'm Joe Bankman, a Stanford Law professor and also psychologist. My partner in these podcasts is Sarah Weinstein, a lawyer and also a therapist. Today's a bittersweet podcast. Uh, Sarah, you're leaving to devote full-time to your private practice. It certainly is bittersweet. We're sitting here in my office together in Rockridge, and we recorded our first episode here in my office just about a year ago. And this has been a wonderful opportunity for me, and it has been so much fun to work with you. Now, departures are a big part of professional life and personal life. So Sarah and I thought we would focus on our departure today and interview each other and share our thoughts about wellness and the wellness cast and say a little bit about where we're going. Sarah, maybe you can start. Tell us a little bit about what excites you in your practice. Sure, of course. I'm happy to talk about my work. Before I get there, though, I just want to say a few things about how I discerned that I needed to focus solely on my private practice. I really like to give my whole heart and mind to things that I do, and that includes work with my clients, to do reading, studying, attend conferences. My practice is very full right now. I want to give that same whole heart and mind to the podcast, and I just really found that I didn't have the bandwidth to do both projects in the way that I like to do things. Ultimately, I had to really do some soul searching. And for me, what's most personally fulfilling is to do face-to-face work with clients. And Sarah, a lot of our lawyers are in a position with feeling overextended. And they've got one thing that's really exciting in their life. And maybe they have a family. I know you have a son. And they have some other things they're interested too. And the question is, can they do it all? And sometimes the answer is just no. That's exactly right, Joe. And I think it's very challenging because we oftentimes we want for a, you know, a big decision, whether it's in a professional realm such as this one or with personal relationships, we, we want all the feelings to go in one direction because that's how we think we know we're making the quote right decision. But unfortunately, oftentimes it's more about holding space for a lot of ambivalence, a lot of different feelings that come up. And, you know, ultimately, there's a loss. And sometimes it's painful, you know, in this situation, this was not an easy decision for me. So let me turn now to your question about what excites me in my private practice. What I really enjoy and what I think I have an aptitude for is just sitting with someone in challenging moments and figuring out together, collaborating about what is real for them in the in that moment or in that period of their life and getting to a little bit of what feels true to them and how they can stay true to themselves. I read an quote I really liked recently by um, Harry Stack Sullivan, who's a 20th century psychiatrist. And it was something like, we are all more simply human than otherwise. And I think, you know, that that really is what I love about my work is just sitting with someone having that relationship unfold. And I really ask people 
to sit with some of the uncertainty. You know, a lot of lawyers come in, they want a lot of results very, very quickly. And that's not really how life works. It's definitely not how therapy works. And so sometimes you just have to live through something and sit with the uncertainty and wait for things to unfold. And, and you know, admittedly, it's not always been a strength of mine either, but it's, it's something that I'm really trying to hone in myself and in my clients because, you know, I've seen such wonder in my life. And wonder is not always come in um, easy or uh, neat packages. Wonder, wonder is not always positive. It, but, but, but I think what I mean by that is that things happen to us along the way, and they can be challenging. They can be startling. They can be wonderful. But in the end, it all makes up, um, you know, who we are. And that's I like to get to that part of someone and sit with them and figure out what is going on. So Sarah, I'm not going to ask you some questions about the podcast. What was the most exciting part of the podcast for you? I think what has been most exciting for me is the ability to reach a larger audience with a message that is very important to me. And that is that for lawyers, there should be no stigma in seeking help for a wellness issue or a more serious mental health issue, or even just a transition in your life mental health is really on a continuum and there's always struggles along the way. There's always anxiety. And as our theme song, the Leonard Cohen uh, lyrics from Anthem suggests, you know, there's really so much strength and vulnerability. And if I can get any message across, that probably would be it. What about for you? You know, I get excited every time there's a guest. I just think this person is going to be terrific. And when I'm talking to the guests, I kind of lose sight of everything else. Uh And kind of the audience goes away. So for me, the most exciting part is actually to get to know our guests. What was the most surprising part of the whole experience for you? I don't know if people listen to the intro episode, but in that episode, I shared that I had a pretty significant stammer in my childhood running really through now but I just it's really not as much as it used to be so what was surprising for me was how much I enjoyed the experience and it was really a growing edge for me and it's I would really encourage people to take risks like this because it was not easy for me but it pushed me into an area that was really challenging and that was very surprising and also rewarding and what about for you? Was anything surprising for you about it? I know you're very used to reaching a larger audience at, at Stanford. I tend to be a talking head every now and then for the media. But, you know, I've never listened to myself. It's not my thing. So this podcast was very difficult for me at first because I had to hear myself. And it, but it was very interesting and I think healthy for me to listen to myself and see what I liked and didn't like. I'm glad to hear that. The most frustrating thing about this? The most frustrating thing for me was was the technical aspects of it because I'm a person who I like to do things well. I'm a planner. And oftentimes there was always some last minute technical snafu and I found it very stressful and very frustrating. And I tried to roll with it as best I could. But it was was uncomfortable for me. And I threw it all on you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that, that part was fine. I'm really, I'm actually very grateful that I learned how to do it all. And what, what about for you? I would imagine dealing with my technical snafus was not too pleasant. You know, there's an old Utah Phillips uh, shtick that you can uh-huh. find on YouTube. And I think the name of it is Mustard Pie. And the bottom line is 
don't criticize unless you want to do it yourself. So every time you had a problem, Sarah, all I thought was there but for the grace of God. I'm not saying a word. So you were Lest, very gracious. Very, <laughs> well, very I knew gracious. What, I knew what the, the alternative was. It was that I would start chipping in, and I didn't want to do that. Yes. Well, what else, Joe? Tell us a little bit about when you started the Wellness Project at Stanford. Where, what were your thoughts about that? Where did this emanate from, and where are you hoping? What are you hoping to gain from it? Well, it seemed like such an unexplored issue in law, as in everywhere else, really. And mm-hmm. here we have people like me have this incredible privilege of teaching these brilliant, brilliant students, mm-hmm. and we give them thousands of hours of X and X being specialized knowledge and methodology with which to become a great lawyer. And they get really good at it. And they were pretty good at it before they started law school. That's why they got in at a place like Stanford. But we don't give them any help about the rest of their life. And I thought if they have problems, it's going to be in that other domain, including professional problems. So I thought, let's redraw that balance a little bit. And the Wellness Project can be a piece of that. Yes, yes. That is so wonderful. And I agree wholeheartedly. And I'm so glad that, you, that you're interested in it. And where do you see things going from here in your future with the project and the podcast, if you know? Well, uh, I'm listening to the master, Sarah, because one of your suggestions is the podcast might continue with a law student hosting it and rotating with different law students is a way to bring other people into the fold and give them kind of a stake in the in the process and give different voices which would be lovely in terms of the wellness project i think it's still up in the air we had a terrific symposium which we hosted we being uh, Stanford Law School and the uh, Center for Legal Ethics uh, the other day on substance abuse. Some of our listeners may have read a chilling piece in the New York Times uh, by Eileen Zimmerman about the death of her ex-husband, who was a partner in a local law firm, local Silicon Valley law firm. Yes, yes, that was a chilling piece. And Eileen was uh, one of the, the panelists. And we had a huge audience there. So that leads me to think there's still a lot of interest. One of the reasons I brought up to you that I thought it might be interesting to have a student co-host the wellness cast with you each time, a different student, is just to bring more student voices in and to kind of hear what would actually be helpful for people. Um, Because I know in my private practice, a lot of lawyers, there's a still a great need, you know, and that's why my practice is so full and I have to leave the wellness, the wellness project. So if you are interested, please write to Joe and let him know maybe whether you want to co-host the show one month um, if you're at Stanford or if you have any ideas for where you'd like to see the project go in the future. Do you want to give your email information, Joe? Absolutely. It's jbankman at stanford.edu. And if you type in Bankman and Stanford, you'll get my webpage at the law school right away and you get the email. Yes, and if anyone would like to find me, um, I have a website for my private practice, www.sarahweinsteintherapy.com, and I have a private practice in Rockridge in Berkeley, and I see primarily lawyers, law students, and physicians. Well, I'm glad you said that because I'm kind of thinking, too bad for us, but 
great news for your clients. So Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. This has been, as I started with, this has been such a great opportunity for me. And I feel like you really took a chance on an idea that I had to do this podcast and you said yes to it. And I found that very inspiring. And I really appreciate the your willingness just to go into an area that really neither of us knew anything about. It's been lovely having you. Yeah. You know, we always end these podcasts with something that works. What are you going to do in the here and now to have a good weekend? I have an acronym that I share with my clients, and I'm not actually a big fan of acronyms at all, but this one is useful for me, and it's SWIMMER. And the S is for sleep, and the W is for water or good nutrition or both, hopefully. The Y is yoga. That's the form of exercise I do, but I ask people to substitute something else if it works better for them. The M is meditation, but it can also be music or some other contemplative practice. And the R is relationships. So when you ask me about my weekend, I recently had a death in my family. My aunt passed away. She was 93, um, but it was a little bit on the sudden side, and it's hit me a little bit hard, I have to say. We have a very, very small family, and her being gone, it really feels like an important loss. And so I've been not doing too well on the S for the sleep lately, and I haven't been doing well on the Y for the yoga. And so I really am going to recommit this weekend to getting more rest and getting some more exercise. What I tell my clients is that it's really hard to do all five. But what I what I tell people is kind of check in with yourself. How many are you doing? If you're doing three or even two, that's good. In terms of the R for relationships, I'm going home now after we record this to spend time with my eight-year-old son. And that's just about my favorite activity in the world. And so- And how about for you, Joe? What are you doing in the here and now to have a good weekend? Well, after we close today, I'm going to visit one of my sons who has a startup in Berkeley. So that's my father. It's a business. And my father was a businessman. And while I'm not quite evidently, uh, I feel my father jumping into my skin a little bit and appreciating the intricacies of the business he's built. So that's satisfying for me in an unusual way. And I do have one more question, as I know we've often ended with a wellness technique also. Do you have a wellness technique that you would like to offer for our last show? You know, Sarah, I'm an extrovert. And if you're an extrovert, you get energy from being with people. And I think even if you're an introvert, being with people and social connections are so central to well-being. And if I have a technique that makes me happy, it's if I can put communities in there and friends that I find a meaningful connection with, that's my wellness. That's my go-to. I love that technique. Thank you, Joe. And thank all of you. We're going to close this chapter, really, of the Wellness Cast uh, and say goodbye to Sarah. Thank you. And uh, I'm a little emotional, as you can see. And I look forward to hearing from our listeners about what our next chapter ought to look like. I just want to thank all of the listeners who've appreciated the podcast and our guests. And I do hope that people will write in to Joe and help him as he explores what the next chapter is for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's been such a pleasure. We wish Joe luck as he goes forward. 